This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. We've also reached out to National Governors Association. We've reached out to the Western Governors Associations. We've reached out to the League of Cities and the uh, County Association in Washington that represents all the counties across the country. And we've been talking with members. We've been talking with manufacturers. We've been talking with dealers about what's going on. So it's been a very busy uh, time since Thursday. That's David Loveday, WQA's Global Government Affairs Director, talking about the WQA response to the coronavirus or COVID-19 crisis. And welcome to WQA Radio, news and insights about the water treatment industry. Find us at wqa.org on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This is episode number 161. If you're joining us for the first time, we're glad you're here. If you've been listening for a while, do us a favor and leave a rating and review. And of course, share a link with a colleague or friend. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss a show. That's the magic of podcasting. In this episode, I'll be joined by David Loveday as he discusses the whirlwind of activity his department and others at WQA have been involved with in response to the recent shelter-in-place restrictions across the country. Plus, I'll have our WQA tip, the latest on the WQA virtual annual meeting. But first, my conversation with David Loveday on WQA Radio. All right, David, thanks for joining us on WQA Radio. And this has been an important last several days or uh, really more than a couple of weeks where we have been dealing with the COVID-19 crisis. And I know WQA members have been very busy as well. You've been busy because you've been involved in a lot of WQA's outreach to government offices across the country. We wanted to highlight for members and for anybody else listening just what WQA has been involved in and why and how some of those efforts may continue and, and, and continue to evolve, frankly, as we move forward through this crisis. So again, welcome, appreciate it. Thanks for joining Thank you. us. Thanks for having me, and, uh, Yeah, let's t- talk a little bit about what your, uh, your office has been, has been up to. Since about last Thursday, Wes, we've been very active reaching out to both the federal and state governments and different trade associations too. For example, last, late last week, we sent letters to the White House. We also sent letters to the four leaders of Congress talking about uh, the water treatment industry and how we feel it is essential right now, not just for municipalities, but also for people on private wells. Uh, The message has been well received. And since then, several states have done the shelter-in-place orders, and they're all following the guidelines set forth by the, the Homeland Security Office for determining what is essential workers. And it doesn't call out industry directly, but it does give like highlights, highlights categories of what is essential. And, and we, we fall in several of those different categories, both manufacturers and, and people that are installing the equipment and more importantly, maintaining the equipment. So, uh, we've been doing that. So as states set the shelter in place sort of, we've been reaching out to them. 
We've probably reached out to over uh, 18 states right now to the governor's office, reach out to them with several documents, a letter to them, a document talking about why we think why the industry is essential, and then highlighting the, the categories under the guidelines set forth by Homeland Security. We've also reached out to the National Governors Association. We've reached out to the Western Governors Associations. We've reached out to the League of Cities and the uh, County Association in Washington that represents all the counties across the country. And we've been talking with members. We've been talking with manufacturers. We've been talking with dealers about what's going on. So it's been a very busy uh, time since Thursday. Yes, if you were looking to kick back and have an easy spring, uh, this was not the year for that. Uh, so, yeah, the Global Government Affairs Department with David Loveday and Kathleen Burbage has been really, uh, really busy. And this is the benefit that WQA members get, David, when, you know, your department and Gebhardt Government Affairs, our, our Washington lobbyists, are at work on behalf of members getting the message out. And, and what has been really positive has been the fact that this message of the essential workers has been positively received. Absolutely, it's been received very well. Uh, uh, many, many of the governor's office have got back to, uh, all of us and say that not just the our industry and, and them, but also the supply chain is also very important. One of them stressed the supply chain that that must remain open with with this industry. Everyone understands the the, the importance of water. And, is, and that it's essential. And I think what we're trying to stress now is that we are essential, but let's make sure that, that it's not regarding health and safety right now. Uh, maybe if you can put off stuff that maybe is not that essential, put those projects off into a later date. We are also making sure that members are aware of the CDC guidelines of self-distancing. And we're preparing with your office, Wes, uh, guidelines and fact sheets and questions and answers for our members, both for our customers, but also how when you go into a home, what is the appropriate way? Should we just, if we're going to deliver stuff, should we just leave it on the porch or in front, front uh, at the door? Uh, how do we go in and do uh, servicing calls and, and so do the social distancing? So we're going to be following CDC guidelines. We're going to be following uh, Homeland Security guidelines and getting that information out to our members. Um, again, we, our members are, are, are seeing, they're staying busy. Um, and, uh, I think they understand the essentialness of, of clean water. It's not just about what we have now, but also the importance of maintaining what we have, that the equipment that they have out there already. We know that if you don't maintain the equipment and, and it's not done right, it could be worse than having no filtration at all. So if people are, are get ill because of, a, of, of, uh, a contaminant in drinking water or, or if a filter is not changed properly because uh, of, a, of a certain reason that if that it can't get in because of a uh, community uh, ordinance or something like that, people can get sick and they'll be more vulnerable to the uh, coronavirus. So everyone understands the importance of that. I think what we're trying to do is make sure that our members and our dealers and our members make good judgments when they, go, when they, when they set up operations. Um, they should not be going to obviously not go door to door. They we should we should be uh, no no t- uh, telemarketing right now. Uh, and these states that have set up a uh, 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 shelter in place orders. So these are these are important. We want our members to make good judgments because this is a very important time, not just for the industry but for the country. And we, this industry has a role to play. 
Right. And we can't predict what every situation will look like out there. And we know members can use their good judgment in, in many of these cases. But we do want to have the underlying message of health and safety as our top priority, not only for the customer, but for you, the member as well, the person who is actually making the service call. So that's Correct. that's that, that needs to be underscored as well. Right, David? That's correct, and I know our manufacturers, our members, are all uh, putting the uh, following CDC guidelines. Or I, uh, I've talked to several of them where they're putting signs on their door. Uh, they don't, they want people coming into their door to please call, or they're also providing guidelines for their for their manufacturing facilities for social distancing. This is very important. It's a very important time for uh, for the country, and very you know, we're trying to get that that curve down. Uh, for, the, for the virus. I think all these uh, policies that are being put in place are, are the, the, the government's getting the best information they can from the, from the health officials on what needs to be done. And if we do this, uh, it, we will certainly have a great impact to, to flattening that curve. And we are putting as many of the resources as we have available on our coronavirus page on the WQA website, wqa.org. If you go to the top, look at under resources, you'll see a coronavirus link that will take you to a page where we have a number of resources, not only just an overview of what's happening uh, on the coronavirus uh, update as it pertains to WQA and the association and its members, but also a, uh, a page on government updates. We also have a checklist for you and your workers, things to keep in mind as you respond to customer service calls. We have an open letter on WQA member essential products and services. We have uh, some Q&As uh, about that as well, and then a letter to customers that you could use to interact with your customers if uh, you find that helpful as well. So a lot of resources on the website. We find that that's helpful. And if you have any other questions or suggestions of resources, by all means, reach out to us at WQA at WQA.org. And we're happy to hear those ideas, suggestions, and comments. We're also looking for, David, are we not, uh, any interaction with our, our, our members and things that have, uh, or situations where our members have been able to help, have been able to serve? Yeah, we're looking for for that kind of stuff because we know a lot of our members during crisis like this. We saw when we had the, several of the hurricanes in in Texas and on the East Coast, where members went above and beyond. Uh, several did search and rescues for for uh, for hurricane relief, things like that. So, yeah, we want to show that just, that our members are involved in their communities. They they support their communities, and I know all of our members do. They're very active. So anything you can do, please share with us. I mean, that's important. Um, and again, last thing, most important thing, this changes every day. So, um, you know, you should stay involved. Keep keep listening to your local news to see if there, anything has changed. We're trying to keep on top of this as fast as possible. But, but as you can imagine, a lot of stuff is changing by the hour at times. So, um, you know, please, uh, um, you know, stay informed locally and, and follow local um, regulations and rules and ordinances but um, but but keep doing what you know your if your work is essential because it's about health and safety and, and Wes said it the most important thing is remember about health and safety use your best judgment and if and if it's not essential uh, work that you don't uh, 
that should be put off until for a few weeks and until we get by this uh, latest um, challenge that we have. And we appreciate you members out there doing what you're doing and uh, helping customers and those who who uh, need your services. So we we appreciate it. And uh, David, thank you. We appreciate you and what you and your office is doing and um, continuing to uh, to reach out across the country when uh, when these, uh, as you say, things are changing on a dime. Right. Well, thanks, Les. We'll talk to you later. That's David Loveday from the WQA Global Government Affairs Department. Now our WQA tip. We want to make sure you're saving the date for April 2nd for the WQA Virtual Annual Meeting. We're holding the meeting online following cancellation of the WQA convention in Orlando. You'll still see and hear many of the same elements, like our leadership awards, elections to the board of directors, and an industry update. It will be accessible online, and we'll have more information soon about how to join the meeting at noon Eastern Daylight Time, April 2nd, 11 o'clock Central. This is open to everyone, not just those who would have attended the convention. So plan now to join us April 2nd for the virtual annual meeting of the Water Quality Association. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for WQA Radio, then hit subscribe. Each new podcast will appear in your podcast catcher or podcast player automatically each week. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to rate and review the podcast as well. Learn more about water at WQA.org and learn more about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at WQA.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. WQA Radio.